to sport now with our reporter Jonty Dine, Kelda Jonty, and the English are saying it's time to move on from the Ashes Test controversy. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yeah, that's right. So uh, former skipper Joe Root says it is time to move on from the Johnny Bairstow controversy and concentrate on winning the Ashes. So the continuing fallout from Bairstow's controversial dismissal on the fifth day of the second test of Lords has overshadowed Australia's latest win. The sides are now in leads for the start of the third test at Headingley tomorrow and Root says their focus must be on keeping the series alive. We'll just throw everything out this week and make sure we give ourselves the best chance in getting back into this series and you know, playing our best cricket. Uh, that's all we can control now, that's all we can do. So almost you've got to draw a line under it at some point in some time. And yeah, I think for us, we've just got a great opportunity in front of us now. We've got to see it as that. Joe Root could well move up the batting order to number three, with Ollie Pope ruled out of the rest of the Ashes series after dislocating his shoulder during the second test. England have decided not to call up a replacement. All Blacks first five Richie Mwanga says it's important they don't get too swept up in the emotion of the Pumas and their fans in the Rugby Championship opener in Mendoza this weekend. It is the first time the All Blacks will have played a test outside of the capital of Buenos Aires. New Zealand has had problems playing the South American country, while Argentina will have fond memories of their first ever win in New Zealand last year. Mwanga says the, sort of... the stadium will be fired up for this weekend's clash. Not trying to sort of match them sort of passion for passion, but being really smart about how we play footy. You know, that has to be brutal in, in terms of winning collisions as well, but, you know, understanding when they've won the battle and we need to get to our kicking game, you know, a variety of, of how we attack as well. Meanwhile, Wales have included former New Zealand under-20s loose forward Tane Plumtree as injury cover in their squad for a two-week training camp. The 20-year-old, 23-year-old son of former All Blacks assistant coach John Plumtree recently signed for the Welsh club Scarlets after playing Super Rugby for the Blues. New Zealand's football supports a stampdown on any abusive or discriminatory behaviour across all sports in Aotearoa. Racism has been highlighted in all whites games overseas and in domestic football in New Zealand. New Zealand football CEO Andrew Pregnell believes the problem is bigger than just in football. Andrew Pregnell says New Zealand football are still waiting to hear back about the next step in the FIFA investigation into racism in the All Whites game against Qatar last month. New Zealand cyclist Neve Fisher-Black has improved to 10th overall after finishing 3rd on the 5th stage of the Women's Giro Italia. Meanwhile, Invercargill's Corbin Strong was a, was a part of the sprint finish of the 4th stage of the Tour de France, finishing 11th. Strong is 38th overall and 7th in the youth standings. Belgian Jasper Philipsen won his second straight stage, but Britain's Adam Yates retains the tour's leader's yellow jersey. Australian scientists say they have made the world's first diagnosis of CTE in a professional female athlete. Studies on the degenerative brain disease linked to contact sports are usually carried out on male athletes. The diagnosis was made on the brain of Heather Anderson, an Australian rules footballer who took her own life last year aged 28. Scientists say the cause could be the tip of the iceberg for women in sport. The owner of English football club Millwall, American businessman John Berylson, has died following what the club is describing as a tragic accident. No details of Berylson's death have been released.
He was 70 and first became involved with the Championship Club in 2006. Kwenanga Purongo Hakinekina.